Life Audio. This life gets hard, but move forward to brighter days. This chapter is long, but remember to turn the page. Welcome back, y'all, to Unfiltered Parenting with Abby Johnson and Reagan Long, where we deliver the real deal of parenting completely unfiltered. Hello. Welcome back. What is the weather like in North Carolina, Reagan? Oh, my gosh. Finally, today we have sunshine. We finally have some warmth. I mean, it, we have been going through, I feel like every because Southerners, we're all spoiled babies that even in our winters, it's like high 50s, low 60s, right? Where we, that's just how Southerners roll. Well, this cold spell that everyone's been having the last couple of weeks, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm not made for cold weather. It's been cold. It's been rainy. But finally, we have some sunshine and a little bit of warmth. Oh, that's good. How about Texas? It is absolutely gorgeous today. It is 67 degrees right now outside, high of 69. And that's what it's going to be like all week. It's just going to be like in the high 60s and the lows are like, like in the low 50s, upper 40s. And it's just like, Perfect weather. It's like it's all the northerners are like those rotten I southern know. women. Oh, now they're getting us bad reviews. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Just as a reminder, please, if you're listening, go to the Unfiltered Parenting our little site wherever you're listening on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, and give us a review. You know, five stars, please. And yes. give us a little review and we'll read it on air. But yeah. subscribe to our podcast and you'll get a notification every time a new one comes out. But yeah, it's it's just, it's gorgeous here. And I just, I when it's pretty, I just want to like do everything outside. You know, yes. I just want to be outside because it's just so nice. I have the seasonal affective disorder where when it is cold and rainy and gloomy, it like it literally like depresses me. I love being outside barefoot in the sun, in the warmth, doing anything like picking weeds. I will be like joyful. Yeah. Like I just love the sun and the warmth. As long as I'm outside. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Same. And so are my kids. My kids could just be barefoot. My kids could run over hot coals barefoot. They're always outside yeah. barefoot. Mine too. And then they're like, and they come in, they're like toe, like Skin is hanging off, like disgusting, right. eating Just everywhere, blood dripping. Uh huh. And they're like, <laughs> my toes hanging off. And I'm like, well, you know what would prevent that is wearing shoes. And they're like, I hate shoes. I'm like, well, I know, especially on their bikes. I always say you have to wear yes. shoes on your bike because then they drag their feet when they're trying right. to stop and so forth. And then that's when the bloody skin and all of that good stuff. I'm sure yeah. other parents. It, uh, it like just gave me chills thinking about it. I need it. But they, yeah, they just, they don't, clearly, they like whine about it, but clearly they don't care because they, clearly they don't. They're doing it. Clearly, they have tough skin. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. 
Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. But look around you, your family, your faith. They're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested like us. I get So those of you who are watching this, let's just give a little warning. If you have your kiddos around, if you're doing this, if you're listening to us while you're doing dishes or folding laundry and it's just you, perfect, you're fine. But this is going to be R-rated for adult ears only and talking about having thick skin. The fact, if, if my children came across this somewhere, what we're about to, those of you who are watching us, I'm going to screen share and show y'all, but the majority of you are going to be listening to this. And I don't know. It's a lot. One of our editors and producers on our show had sent this to us. Abby and I just caught wind of it. This is from lovely Planned Parenthood, who just puts out so many educational, wonderful things for our children. Just know that we're saying this is R-rated, but this is actually for kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So, I mean, like, this is disgusting, but this is... They consider this... Yes. Oh, yeah. Planned Parenthood considers this kid-friendly, educational, safe, um, while Abby and I are just, like, mortified by it. So, I am going to screen share with y'all and load it up. Okay. Brace yourselves. Sex means different things to different people. Generally speaking, society tends to define sex in a very narrow way. Penetration, penis into vagina. But where does that definition leave queer people? Or folks who can't or don't have penis and vagina sex and choose to have oral, anal, or another type of sex instead. Sex is defined by one thing and one thing only, you. Maybe that's being fingered for the first time. Maybe it's having anal sex. Maybe it's having your first orgasm. Maybe it's masturbating for the first time or when you enthusiastically consent to sex. That's the beauty of your sexual journey. You're in charge and you can figure it out on your own terms. Choosing to have sex, when, what kind, where, who with, is something that only you get to define. All right. So. There's a what they what Planned Parenthood considers kid friendly and educational and empowering for children of all ages. I don't even know. Well, like where where do we start, Abby? I I don't even know how to pull that one apart. So I just want people to know that this is the content that if Planned Parenthood or anything that is Planned Parenthood adjacent is coming into your children's school. This is what they're learning. So sometimes it's not called Planned Parenthood. Sometimes it's called 
big decisions or, you know, it's, it's called something else because Planned Parenthood is trying to get sneakier and sneakier with their curriculum that they're bringing into the schools. But if you have a sex education program that is not abstinence-based, this is what they're teaching your children. They are not teaching absolute truths to your children. Planned Parenthood-led sex education teaches children that abstinence is foolish, that it's unattainable, and that it it's antiquated in theory. That and that abstinence is damaging. Actually, is what they're teaching our children. And so they come out with these videos to encourage children to explore their sexuality, normalizing exploration of sexuality, and trying to dismantle this idea of virginity. They want to get rid of this whole virginity notion to release people of, it's all abstinence theory right? That you maintain your virginity, purity culture, all that. They want to release people from that. So it's fine if you consider masturbation sex. It's fine if you consider, I hate the word fingering, but it's fine if you consider that sex because that would mean that you're no longer a virgin, right? And they want to, they want everybody to no longer consider themselves virgins. They want everyone to be what they would consider sexually active. Because if they are sexually active, then sex is normal. And everybody. And then they have a, a huge customer base too. And if you are having sex, if you are sexually explorative, then you need to go to Planned Parenthood for services. And that really is the goal. That is the business model. And that is the business model that has been working since I've been at Planned Parenthood. And guys, I started at Planned Parenthood 20 years ago. So, I mean, that over 20 years ago, 22 years ago, I started at Planned Parenthood. And it was working then. And if it was working then you better believe it's even more successful now. So I hope what I said makes sense. Oh, it, it, it totally does. That they want, they don't want any virginity. They want everything to be considered sex because they just want to get rid of that label. The, the thing that stuck out to me the most is they are encouraging and normalizing all of these, this sexual exploration, as you put it. And I think that just is the perfect summary of it. And when it's put that way to some families, that seems like, well, what's really the harm in that? And, you know, encouraging a child to sexually explore themselves like that is a 40 year old woman. That just makes me like, why are we trying to rob our children and when I say children, I am going all the way up through 17, up to an 18-year-old. Yeah. Right? Because that's, so I'm talking even about 17-year-olds as a, as children. Like, why are we just by, the, trying, by law, they are. By law, they are. Why are we trying to 
rob them of their innocence? And why are we trying to encourage young elementary children to to sexually, when they say explore, I feel a better term is exploit yeah. themselves. I, it, it's, but that's, but that's the mission. That's what they're trying to do. And again, Abby, when they, like you even said, they're even changing, you know, when they're coming into schools, they're not calling it Planned Parenthood. They're changing the titles. They're changing the terminology. We hear pastors and priests even talking about this. This is the enemy's favorite thing to do. When you just change, when you soften things up, you can pass it better. It's not exploitation. It's exploration. It's not that. Do you know what I mean? Everything. Let, let's look at abortion. What is abortion? It's it's child sacrifice. Right. Yeah. But we call it abortion. We call it pregnancy termination. We call it reproductive rights, reproductive freedom, all, all these different things. But yeah. that's actually what it is. Like it's murder. We can't call it murder. We can't call it dismembering of a child. Right. We, right. Well, exactly. It's all these different, you know, we dumb down language. But it, but Planned Parenthood is, and, and really the left in general, is trying to remove absolute truth. But I would say Planned Parenthood is the leader in removing absolute truth from our youth. And oh, so, yeah. you know, by saying masturbation is sex, that's not true. There is a there is an absolute truth to what sex is. Sex requires penetration of some form. That that is sex. So there can be sexual activity masturbation would be sexual activity dry humping would be sexual activity but you know penis going in an anus that is anal sex that is sex because there's penetration in the anus that is anal sex a penis going into a mouth there's penetration into a mouth that is oral sex a penis going into a vagina. That is vaginal sex. There are just absolute truths. So, you know. And now they're saying, there's, what's the other form of sex that they're saying? I, I'm like, two, two women rubbing their crotches together is not sex. <laughs> like, it's being sexual activity, okay? Right. Like, a bunch of dogs standing in a circle doing a circle jerk is not sex okay that is sexual activity <laughs> oh my god well we warned you all this was r-rated okay we warned you abby and i abby's just blunt we'll tell you like it is <laughs> but look i work for point Parenthood, okay but i just it, it's just you know there just is truth here. There right. is biological truth. There's scientific truth. There's researched truth. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And there just, there's truth by definition. And what she is saying, like, you know, masturbating to the point of orgasm is not sex. No. Right? That you is did not lose your virginity. No. 
but they just want to eliminate altogether this idea of purity, of virginity, you know, losing your virginity, all of that, because they just want children to begin exploring their sexuality as young as possible. In fact, it's really based on all of Planned Parenthood's sexual ideas are really based on the Kinsey model, on Alfred Kinsey and his model, and the belief that infants can become sexually aroused. And the, you know, the Kinsey Institute and and his very perverted ideas surrounding childhood and sexuality, that is where Planned Parenthood gets all of their ideas. Most of what Kinsey believed has been completely debunked, but because it was so perverse, because it was so depraved, Planned Parenthood still hangs on to it. And and that is where the majority of their teaching, their information, the workbooks, the things that they pass on to our children, it is coming directly from Kinsey's research. And you use the correct words with perverse and just being depraved. But the only thing I can think of, and we wonder with models like that, with organizations like Planned Parenthood, we wonder why, especially America is leading in pornography, child pornography, human trafficking. And it, it, it's those type of things being put out there. That doesn't even like my human mind. I can't wrap my brain around that. My brain won't even allow me to go there to even begin to comprehend that because I, as a mother, I, I can't. And we wonder why these sickos out there want to participate in even trying to understand that whether they're watching it, whether they're taking an infant, taking a toddler, taking a young child to do the unfathomable things to them. And we wonder why this is happening because we're normalizing it. Because we're normalizing it to the point where I even remember seeing this Oprah episode. Oprah, it was just trending again. And this is from forever ago, Abby. Oprah was talking to someone, well, but if if they're if they're being kind to the child, if the if the child isn't saying no and they're pleasing, if they're sexually pleasing the child and not physically harming or hurting them, then like I, I don't even I, I don't even I, I just can't believe this is the world we're living in. But this is how slippery the slope is that we are, you know, purity, modesty, maintaining your virginity. Those things are not looked at as cool. Those things are not are not pushed in society. Those are like, oh, you haven't lost your virginity yet. You're dressing modestly. Are you kidding me? That's not fashion. That's not what's in having any type of purity. Oh, that just purity simply means you're inexperienced. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We've taken everything pure, everything of God, and made it like, oh, well, it's 2024. No. Do you know what I mean? We've made it a thing of the past. So we've normalized these other things like these sick, whack job messages that are being put out for our children from Planned Parenthood as educational. Well, this is an informal message for your child. This is to make them feel safe. Like, like, wake up, people. Wake up. 
That is a perverse message from Planned Parenthood. That is absolutely disgusting. But here's the interesting thing is that these messages are being paid for by our tax dollars and these, you know, public schools, which are essentially government schools, are paying Planned Parenthood and these Planned Parenthood adjacent organizations, paying them millions of dollars every year to come in and to teach these messages to our children. So, you know, I mean, it's our money that's funding the messages. So, you know, we look at these and and we go, oh my God, you know, you look at that video and you just think, God, that's disgusting. That's sick. And then you think, I paid for that. You yeah. know, you look at Planned Parenthood's website, you look at Planned Parenthood's website and all the crap they're teaching our children and go to the teen page and everything. And they give specific instructions on how to masturbate and all this. And, and then you can probably look at it and go, I paid for that. We're paying for it. We are paying to, we're paying for this perversion. And and here's the thing. And, and, you know, I'm just, I don't know exactly how it would be broken down, but half the families that are going to come across this and hear this podcast or that are following our page, if you're one of the 641,000 some families, half of them are completely in the dark, oblivious to this, completely ignorant to the fact like, wait, what? that's out there that's happening on my tax dollars you're paying for that like Planned Parenthood I thought they wouldn't put something out like that they wouldn't teach my child that and the other half are for this people are either actively for the demise of our children and actively for wanting to steal their yeah they're actively for this wanting to and and the other half just look at it is, well, this is where we're at. We're moving along. This is where we're at. I'd rather my child be educated. I'd rather my child just like know how to do these things. And it's like warped. It's a like minds have been warped. And this programming, this desensitizing of what is right, what is of God, what is pure, what is holy, what we're called to do. We have been groomed. We have been conditioned through through television, through movies, through radio stations, through commercials, through ads, through billboards. Yeah, it's only sex, Reagan. It's only sex. We're only doing it with sex. So, like, let's take other situations, okay? Like, let's look at, you know, I don't know, drinking and driving. Like, well, you know, I don't, I don't really like drinking and driving, but my kid's probably going to do it anyway. So I, I want to teach them how to drink and drive the right way, you know, so I'm going to get them drunk and then I'm going to take them out on the road and teach them how to drive while they're drunk. Like who, who would do that? Nobody, right. nobody, nobody would do that. Right. Or I don't know, like, right. Well, you know, my son has just this, in, you know, insatiable sexual desire. And I just know one day he's going to rape somebody. So I'm going to teach him how to rape somebody, but just, you know, I don't want him to get caught doing it. So I'm going to teach him how to rape, but, but rape in a way so that it's, you know, not super rough so that he doesn't get caught. No, nobody, nobody would do that. No one, you know, or child abuse. I know children are tough and they're very, it's hard to be a parent, 
So I'm going to teach my 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 kids how to abuse their children, but not enough so that they get CPS called on them. Like, no, that would be crazy, right? I mean, if you think about any other abusive situation, any other time where you should be protecting your children, you would protect your children. You wouldn't say like, well, I I mean, I know I should be protecting my children, but I'm going to teach them how to do the opposite, but just to protect. Like, no, it's only with sex. It's only with sex do we make these sorts of excuses where we say, well, they're going to do it anyway. Right. So I might as well teach them how to be safe while they're doing the thing that is damaging to them, while they're doing the thing that is harming their bodies. Well, drugs are everywhere. And I know that my kid, you know, might shoot up heroin. So I'm going to teach them like how to get it in the best vein. Right. No, you would not do that. It is only sex. And I don't know if it's because so many of us had premarital sex. And so we feel like we need to give our kids that same pass. I I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's our own sin that is causing us to feel like we need to pass that our own sin on to our children. But the answer is no. It's a hard no. Right. We're telling Grace, no, the expectation is that you are not going to have sex until you. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You are married, not just because of scripture, not just because that is what God expects of you, but because it is damaging to you, because it is damaging to your heart. It is damaging to your body. It's damaging to you physically. It can be. It's damaging to you emotionally. This is bad for you. And I don't want you doing something that is bad for you because I'm your parent and I'm here to protect you because that's what parents do. I don't want you to get abused. I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to get beat up. I don't want you to drink and drive and get in a car wreck and hurt yourself or hurt somebody else. 
And on that same line of thinking, I don't want you to have premarital sex because that's not what sex is for. And I don't want you to get hurt along the way. That's what it is to be a parent. Yeah. I mean, literally, I'm like, I wish I had a mic to drop right now. That I mean, you just hit the nail on the head, Abby. And and again, the only thing I can think, and because this is where I got tied up and and caved, and this is one of the very few areas you and I are different, I caved with the whole technology thing. And when I'm so strong in other areas that I never cave when other families are doing it with their children. You know what I mean? I had caved with the technology thing because all of their friends and all the other parents did it. So my only rationalization for this, which I, I'm i not validating it. I'm not, I'm, I'm with you. I agree with you. It's like, how do we fight this? But my only way to rationalize it is other families are thinking, well, this is just where we're at now. It's again, it's 2024. Look, times have changed. This is out. Everyone's doing it. Like, and, and you have to say, again, you have to go back, especially, and I know this is hard as Christian parents. You, we are supposed to be different. We are called to be set apart. You are going to be mocked. Your kids are going to be mocked. You're going to be looked at as different. You're going to be looked at as like, oh, you're really uptight. You're an uptight parent. You're an uptight family. You've got to loosen up a little bit. How old is Grace? She's 17. Abby, come on. What were you doing at 17? No, no, we're different. I want different and better for my children. We've made those mistakes. We've been there. We've experienced the hurt and the pain and the regret. We'll learn from our mistakes. We want different from you. We have different expectations. And again, going back to... And I'm putting this pressure on every parent who's listening. You are called to be set apart. You are called to set your children apart. You are not supposed to be culturally fitting in right now. If you feel like you are fitting in with families all around you, you're in the wrong. They're in the wrong. You should feel if you are doing it right as a parent in the way you are having your family navigate the world today, you should feel like you're in the minority. In almost every single thing you do, from healthcare to Christianity to how sexually to your restrictions on technology, every aspect of how you're living in your family, you should be in the minority. You should not be doing it. My daughter is 17. She's never been allowed to have social media. She's never been allowed to have free free reign access on the internet or anything like that. We don't have TVs in our bedroom. They, my kids do not have TVs in their bedrooms. They never have, and they never ask for it. They don't know any different. So I'm telling you, parents, you can do this. Like you, Grace doesn't want it. She doesn't want social media. She doesn't want Twitter and Facebook and, and Instagram. She doesn't want it because She's like, I see the problems it causes for my friends that have it. And she sees the drama that's on it. And she's like, I don't want that. And she's like, I just want to hang out with my friends for real. I just want to like call my friends on the phone. I just want them to come over to the house. I just want to be with them in real life. I don't want to, I don't want to scroll all day on Instagram and see my friends on Instagram. I just want to hang out with them in person. And she can have an adult conversation. 
And she can look up and talk to you and look you in the eye and have an adult conversation. She's not constantly on her phone. These are the things that we're missing in our young people because we have given them free range access to the internet and phones and stuff like that. I'm telling you, parents, you can do it. You can do it with your kids. It is possible. I've done it with my kids. It is possible. You can get them a Gap phone. I'm actually wearing a Gap t-shirt right now. Are you really? How appropriate. Disconnect to connect. And it's true. My kids don't, they don't take phones to school. Grace doesn't take her phone to school. I mean, their campus doesn't allow phones anyway. They, they would take it out for the rest of the year. But they don't, they don't allow phones to school. They don't take them. She doesn't take her phone to school. She doesn't need and it. Meanwhile, at my kids' schools, elementary, even middle, high school, oh, every child has their phone out all day, all day. And my son literally takes videos of what's happening in the public classroom and they're throwing footballs and they're all just messing around and because they have their work done and everyone has their phone out and they're doing TikTok dances and yeah, that no. should be a policy. No phones out. No phones allowed. Yep. So, I mean, the kids aren't even allowed to have them on campus. Yeah. And so, you know, Gracious doesn't even take it. And people will say, well, what about what if there was something happened on campus? Well, she does. There is a little device that she has with her. And I got it off of this website called Damsel in Distress. And it's like a, they have like pepper spray and all kinds of different things, you know, like safety things. And so she's got all kinds of stuff like pepper spray and like a little stabby thing that she keeps in her truck or whatever. But I also got her this little device that she can hang. I think it's on her backpack. And this little deal, I can't remember what it's called, but it's just like this little diamond looking thing. And if there's ever an emergency anywhere she is, she can push this button on it and it has a GPS signal on it and it is connected to five contacts. So she pushes the button it alerts all five of her contacts that she's in distress and needs help. And it sends us immediately her location where she is. I love that. We need to reach out to them and partner with these people, Abby. Oh. I love that. And then if she pulls it, like if she, it has like a little locking thing. If she pulls it, this like million decibel alarm goes off. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Where people will just run yeah. No, no, it's really cool. So, you know, she doesn't have to have her phone, yeah. right? Because she has this little safety device. Wow. No, so, I mean, I'm like, they'll be okay. Like, you right. find alternative things for yeah. it, you know? But, but I mean, also, she goes to a private school that's very insular and protected and mm-hmm. whatever. But I'm, I'm just like, I don't know, we... Parents have got to start making changes, but it's so much easier if you do it right at the onset. Yes. It's really hard to take it away once you've given it to them. It can be done, but it's much harder to take it away. It's much easier if you just don't do it in the first place. Just don't give it to them in the first place. You know, get them a gab phone so that they can't have access to that. And I will say now, they do have gab phones. Now they have a gab phone. Flex phone, 
I think it's the it's the Gab Gab Phone Three, and they have this Gab Phone Three that does allow downloads of some apps, no social media, but it allows some downloads of approved apps that the Gab team has looked through. They've vetted, and I mean, like it's like the Bible app and some classroom apps that you know right. your might need for school. There's like some prayer apps, Hallows on there. The Amen app is on there. The Bible app. There's some different apps like that, different, you know, prayer guides and things like that. There's a map. They came up with their own, uh, Gab came up with their own GPS, like map, you know, Google map thing, but not Google. They came up with their own map. There's a weather app on there. So there's different things like that that they can have. There's some math games on there little math game apps they can download things like that but nothing that is harmful nothing that allows them to communicate with a possible predator they're all safe for your children and all completely vetted and that just really gives me peace of mind and just it's a safe it's a safe phone and there's other phones out there like that too but i just know we we have experience and we are users of gab and if you use the code Abby when you check, oh no, we have one, right? Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, we have, it, and we'll link it below. I'll link the Abby yeah, one below. TRDO. We have one though. I think, yeah, we have one too. TRDOP for the real deal of parenting. Yeah. TRDOP. TRDOP or if it's easier with Abby, it's not Abby 10, right? It's just Abby. Abby, A-B-B-Y. Yeah, use it because it, it, it is. They Take money off. And of the the actual phone purchase, and they also have a watch. So we started with the watch. We started with the Gab watch, and it the only numbers that can call and the only numbers that can call out are numbers that are pre-programmed by the parent. So that's a very safe option. It has GPS on it. That's a very safe kind of starter option, and that's what we start with for all of our kids, just to kind of get them in the habit of being able to to call and have that ability, you know, just kind of that responsibility factor and keeping up with the watch and keeping it charged and kind of getting them used to that. So that's how we start our kids with technology. And but we've had great success with Gab and we we love them. Their customer service is awesome. And, you know, they've grown as a company. You know, they were small when they started, but now they've gotten bigger and their customer service has grown and they're just really, they're great. I've only ever heard superb things with Gab, mm-hmm. seriously. So yeah. we- They're not we, they're not paying us for this advertisement, by the way. We're no, just, no, that this is completely- Yeah, we just- Completely on the fly. Yeah, we just, all of them. So, but anyway, yeah. So that's kind of the thing about social media. But I mean, you do have to protect your kids because they're, you know, through ads. I mean, Grace was on Spotify- one day and with the free version we have the paid version now but with the ads and she said Planned Parenthood was on almost every ad there was a Planned Parenthood ad they're everywhere they're everywhere everywhere they're everywhere so I mean you have to be watching as a parent and they do have these like fun little quirky ads that are enticing to your children and make them go oh you know I wonder what that is oh that looks fun. Oh, that's cute. You know, so you do really have to pay attention. And I think just the one thing 
to hammer in everybody's heads and to, you know, this isn't just a, a bashing of Planned Parenthood. Of course, Abby and I constantly expose the evils of Planned Parenthood and the evils everywhere. But the one takeaway is whether you're already doing this or whether you're trying to get there or you're on the other side and you're you're trying to claw back to your way over. But if you are standing on the side that Jesus would be, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of space over there. You are going to be in the minority, guys. It doesn't always feel necessarily comfortable. It's not always easy. It's, you are going to be persecuted and ridiculed. It's not always fun. It's not always fun on that side because we know sin is fun. Satan makes evil to be fun. And we never want to think about the repercussions. We never want to think about eternity. We don't want to, we don't want to go there, but we have to go there. If not for your sake, for your children's sake, for your family's sake. So if you're hanging out on the side of the minority, more than likely you're doing the right thing. If you're taking the harder road, you're on the right path. So it's not easy. You hang out with us. Nice. And we darts fly at us all the time. We are constantly ridiculed and persecuted. It's like, hey, Jesus, we're doing it right. (laughs) We love it. We love it. But yes, we thank you. We're glad you guys joined us for another episode. Please make sure you're subscribed to us. If you like what you're hearing, you know, give us five stars. Leave us a review. We love to hear from you all. Let us know what you want us to talk about. And until next time, keep raising your little saints. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.